Welcome to the Mogul Marathon Real Estate Podcast. We highlight keen investment insights and strategies so you can become a real estate mogul. Here's your host, Yannick Kujo Virgil. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Mogul Marathon Real Estate Podcast. I'm super excited for today's topic. And today's topic is six risks to evaluate when reviewing someone else's real estate deal. A lot of education that's in the real estate space today is a lot on acquisitions and getting the property, finding the property, finding the money. But there's not much education on how to evaluate people's real estate opportunities. And I'm sure that you get sent many different real estate opportunities. I know that I do on a weekly basis. And I find myself turning down more opportunities than the amount of opportunities I receive in my inbox. Now, the question is, why is that? The reason is that when you're investing in someone else's deal, you're investing your hard-earned capital with another sponsor. Your job, first and foremost, is to protect your capital by any means necessary. You're investing with someone and you want to make sure that number one, your number one goal is capital preservation. And so this is extremely important because, again, there's not a lot of education out there talking about how to screen potential operators. There's some people out there that are very experienced in what they do. They do things at a high level. They have a bunch of expertise and track record in this business. And there are other people who don't necessarily have the track record or are not going to be the best fiduciaries of your capital. And so my goal today is to talk about six different risks that I think are the things you need to be looking at when investing in someone else's deal. The first thing that I think you should be looking at when investing in someone else's deal, number one is sponsor risk. Who are you really investing with? Do you actually know this person? This is probably the most crucial side to risk that you should know about when investing in someone else's deal? Do you know about their experience? Do they have any experience in the asset that you're investing in? What's their track record? One of the things that I look for when I'm investing with a specific sponsor is that what is their character, right? Because a lot of times in real estate, things do not go according to plan. I've never had a deal that went 100% as planned. And so I want to invest with someone who I consider to be a wartime general, someone who can push through adversity. And you want to understand this person's character because a lot of times you start to see people's character reveal when things go south. And that's the best way to judge someone's character is that what are they doing when things don't go according to plan? And so a good sponsor to invest in is someone who has good morals, someone who has expertise in their specific track record and space that you're investing with them in. You definitely want them to have a fantastic team that they're surrounded with because in the world of real estate, it's all about your team, specifically in the world of private equity and larger transactions that require much bandwidth from different aspects of the business. And I always like to say the jockey is more important than the horse. So definitely know who you're investing with. That's number one. Number two, know about the business plan risk. What is the investment strategy, right? Does the market tend to demand a specific product that you're actually investing in? Does the sponsor have empirical evidence that allows them to support or are they just speculating on this investment? Are their assumptions too aggressive or realistic? You definitely don't want to invest in any business plan that has a bunch of aggressive assumptions. I mean, that's a total recipe 
for disaster. So how I look at business plans is, again, looking at the overall investment strategy for that particular operator, looking at the supply and demand metrics, other different metrics that factor into the success of the business plan, and then also how conservative are there in their underwriting with the understanding that and sometimes in markets, you cannot be too conservative because you're likely not going to win the deal. It's just part of investing. The third thing that you should be looking for when investing in someone's deal is the financial risk on the investment. Does the operator have enough skin in the game? I never invest with anyone that does not have skin in the game. Skin in the game, especially when you want to make sure that this person is investing cash out of their own pocket into a real estate opportunity that they bring to you. Not necessarily any fees or anything that they gain from the procurement of the transaction, but are they investing money out of their own pockets into their deal? Because things just hit a little bit differently when you're investing your own money into a project. You have somewhat more of an attachment to a specific real estate project when your money is also on the line. And so understanding the financial risk of the investment pertaining to your loss of principal, because investments are not 100% always sure, right? Your number one goal for investing in something or anything should be protection of capital. Does the return reflect the amount of risk taken on the investment? Is the debt too heavy on the property? Sometimes people increase their debt on the property to boost returns, but if you're in a market that might be cyclical, right? All markets are cyclical. Some markets are more heavily reliant on other factors that make them a little bit more risky. You definitely don't want to be getting in into a deal where you're super highly leveraged. And so that's something to take a look at too. You know, what's the interest rate risk? Number one, debt is likely the biggest killer of all real estate deals. And it's oftentimes overlooked when you're a passive investor looking to invest in someone else's deal. So evaluating the financial risk is crucial to hedging your risk on an investment. And you want to make sure that you also have the tolerance for that risk that you're willing to take on an investment as well, because all strategies are different and you should definitely understand the risk versus return expectation for that particular project. The fourth thing that you should be looking at when evaluating someone else's real estate opportunity is asset risk. What type of property are you investing in? Is there user and investor demand for this specific asset? You know, if I'm investing in a multifamily project in a small tertiary market versus investing in a project that's in a New York market, I know that there's more liquidity in New York than it is a super small market with 50,000 people that's living in a small area. Are you investing in a C-class property or are you investing in a class A property? Because class A is totally different from class C. Class C comes with a little bit more headaches and a little bit more things that your operator is going to have to push through. Versus class A, where it's likely going to be luxury product. And sometimes when things happen in a recession, people might move out of that luxury product and go down into maybe a class B and class C just to afford paying rent. So definitely pay attention to asset risk because this goes hand in hand with business plan risk as it reflects on the overall investment thesis. The fifth thing that you should be looking at when evaluating someone else's real estate opportunity is market risk. Now, markets can be categorized alongside different fundamentals that contribute to the health of the economy. But 
a lot of times when you're looking at market risk, you definitely don't want to be investing in areas that nine times out of 10 are more susceptible to economic swings in employment. Because employment is one of the biggest factors in market risk. Case in point, if you take a look at what happened in Detroit back in the last real estate recession, Detroit was heavily dominated in the auto industry. And when that industry went south, all of the jobs were gone. The market tanked. And part of that was the fact that the market was overly saturated with automobile jobs. When I look at markets, I want to make sure that no market has more than 30% attributed to one job sector. You really have to know what jobs are in the market that you're investing in. Are you investing in markets that have a heavily reliance in tourism, like Orlando, for example? Or are you investing in a market like where we invest, Baltimore, Maryland, that has more recession-resistant jobs, health jobs, educational services, government jobs that tend to do well during a recession? So when you're looking at market risk from an investment opportunity perspective, definitely pay attention to job growth, economics, because this is something that is likely going to have a very high impact on the ability for this investment to be successful. The sixth and last thing that you should be looking at when investing in someone else's real estate deal is location risk. And this is different from market risk of what I consider it to be. When I think of location risk, I think of where is the property actually located in the market? Are you investing in a market that is developing? Are you investing in a market that is stagnant? Are you investing in a market that is on a path to progress? What about the crime in the area? You know, why is this property so compelling? Is this property located in an area where high income earners are moving to? You know, real estate is all about location, location, location. This has a direct impact on your investment performance. So pay attention to the location of the project within a specific market because you want to make sure that you're investing in a project that is likely A, on the path to progress, so you can exit hopefully when that area is stabilized and fully developed, or in an area that is already developed or developing more because you definitely want to have liquidity in the market for that exit strategy to be successful. So with that being said, those are the six risks I recommend that you evaluate when investing in someone else's real estate deal. The high level thing is that it's easy to look at an opportunity online and look at the pictures and say, hey, this looks like a great opportunity. But until you really understand what to look for in these real estate opportunities, then really you're just speculating on this specific investment. So I honestly believe that when you're investing, you should have a strong foundation that is essential to number one, protecting your capital and would allow you to be successful in achieving your real estate investment goals and financial goals. So pay attention to what you're looking at when investing in someone else's real estate opportunity. If you're interested in passively investing in high quality real estate opportunities, then join our investor group at Merlin, M-E-R-L-Y-N-N acquisitions.com slash invest for direct access to carefully vetted real estate opportunities or head over to the show notes and click the link to join. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.